So why are we here, Mike? I think we're here to start a podcast. Showing very early on. Yeah. How how would Brian do if he got two kittens? Do you think? He would not like that. <laughs> no. So we have we have an old cat named Schmitty. He's not super old, but you know he's he's into his retirement years, and he's not happy about the two kittens we got last. Week. I bet. Yeah, he is. He's not enjoying this. Lily Jack's not making any headway. <laughs> with us, she is. Okay. Yeah, good. with with Katie and I, she's doing great. Okay. The other cats, nope. Uh, like they just run away, like they're afraid of the two new kittens. Uh, so Schmitty's just been hiding under the bed mostly. My friends uh, have just got a obtained a cat. Her name is Junie. She's deaf, mm. so she's fun. Mm. She's sort of a kitten, and she keeps jumping up on the counters and they yell at her, but she can't hear. <laughs> right. <her. laughs> so that, it's not just them yelling. I yell too. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah, no, Does no. It, Somebody have a joke about that. It's like, somebody said their cat was deaf, or is it just a cat? <laughs> <laughs> so that's somebody's joke. I can't remember who, but <laughs> that's pretty solid. Joke. What have you been up to? Um, so we got the new kittens. Mm-hmm. We've been dealing with some, uh, you know, weather issues. So we talked about this a little bit the last episode, but the uh, when I was driving down from Cedar Rapids, so it's like a twenty-mile stretch of I three eighty that that's- connects Cedar Rapids to the greater Iowa City metropolitan area. Right. And I bet there were 50 cars in the ditch. No kidding. But in that 20-mile stretch, easily 50. Semis, vans turned over on their tops, okay. cars on their sides, mostly just, just you know, slid into, into the ditch off the road or whatever. But, right. But, man, Iowans... I don't know if they think they can drive and then they just find out that they can't or they're just like, I don't give a shit, I'm going anyways. And then they just, but man, every time there's a storm, there's so many cars in, in that ditch between Everybody Iowa thinks City. they can make it. You know, we were talking about going to that show that we couldn't do because of, because the roads were so bad. Right. And then I, I thought I had a solid joke on our Facebook message. Where he said uh, he died doing what he loved, <laughs> driving through dangerous conditions to do ten minutes of comedy. Right. <laughs> we were going to do more than ten, though. Well, you were. I wasn't. No, you were going to do more. <laughs> you were trying to back out of doing more, but you're going to do more. I'm really, I, I'm really only good for ten. <laughs> that might be true. You're just being a soft ass bitch. <laughs> bitch. Uh, well, you, got, you got any? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, I don't think we have any clarification from last one. The one that we were going to have you figured out. Pelbasian. Pelbasian. <laughs> um, several episodes ago, we were talking about, um, or I was talking about Mark Marin, and he always brings up this book, Denial of Death. Right. So we were talking about, I think, sort of how mortality shapes how we move through the world. So if you know you're going to die, you're like, I got to get stuff done. I got to do what I want to do because I know I'm not going to live forever. Even even if we're not framing 
that in our heads, right. that's still just like this pressure that's always weighing on us. And so what do vampires do when there is no death to, to sort of release you? And you can just do whatever you want and therefore never do anything because you're always like, well, I can always do it in a, you know, 200 years. I don't need to do that today. I can do it in 200 years. Mm. Um, but so Mark Maron's always talking about this book, Denial of Death. I couldn't remember the name of the book at the time, but that's, mm. a, that's one. It's kind of like uh, Groundhog Day when Bill Murray like just does all these different things. Like he just tries all these. Of course, he's doing the same day over and mm-hmm, over again. Mm-hmm. But like, but isn't that like what we we're saying last episode? Like the Vampire Days, just kind of, but the same day over and over. Except for you, everybody's doing the same things. So you learn all their patterns. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you teach yourself to play piano so you can impress a woman, and then you play the piano <laughs> right. and then you impress the woman. Right. Or, Needle nose Ned steps in the pothole full of water, or you know, or he steps in the pothole, mm-hmm. but then he skips it over it because he's done it a bunch of times. <laughs> Watch that first steps; it is a doozy. <laughs> Where do you come down on Bill Murray? I like that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't really have much of. I mean, that's good. What about Bob? I like, mm-hmm. but I mean, for the most part, I mean, Ghostbusters is fine. I'm not like a huge Bill Murray fan. Yeah, same. Uh, Ghostbusters was on the other night, and we just sort of had it playing. Bill Murray is just sort of like an insufferable prick in almost all the parts he plays. Yeah. Like, he's just so over the top and just so schmarmy. Um, yeah, except for What About Bob. And I liked him in Lost in Translation. Like, he played a little bit more serious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, this, is this a Bill Murray bobblehead? Yeah. Oh, what About Bob? Yeah. <laughs> It's a bobble, well, not really a bobblehead, just a what doll. What do they call Funko Pops or something? That, I've never heard that term. And he's just wearing a t-shirt that says, don't hassle me, I'm local. Yeah. <laughs> when my kids were little, we used to like have Saturday movie night, and mm. we had certain movies we would watch just over and over again, and What About Bob was one of them. Yeah. What About Bob? We would watch uh, um, The Burbs. That was like their favorite. Mm. That's Tom, Tom Hanks. And- yeah. Who's the woman in that? Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, I think when, when Bill Murray gets to play a character where he's not himself, that's a lot better yeah. than when he's just doing some version of himself. Yeah. Yeah, he's sort of a... I, I've heard in real life he's pretty much a douche. Yeah, well, all you got to do is watch his early movies to see that. I don't know if he's a douche. I just heard Yeah. Him. I guess Caddyshack's good. Yeah, because he's not playing himself. Right. Uh, Stripes, I think, is another movie that's very hard to watch. Ooh. Just because he's so over the top. I recently, well, not recently, but I bought it, like a DVD of Stripes because I'm like, oh, when I was a kid, I really liked this. And I watched it, I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> this is really bad. Yeah. yeah, there were just so many vehicles where we were just like, listen, just write a movie and we're just going to have Bill Murray in it. Yeah. And that's that's all we got to do. It doesn't matter whether the, whether the screenplay is good or not. Yeah. Just let Bill Murray be Bill Murray. They did the whole thing where they go through the boot camp or whatever, and and they get to the end and they make it through and all that. And I'm like, that should just be the end of the movie. <laughs> and then they go off and do like some mission or something, mm. and I'm like, ugh, this is terrible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would, I would watch rewatch Stripes. I don't. Mm. Army just... training, sir. Well, anyways, hey, welcome to Wes and Mike Waste Time Watching TV Season Six Episode Eight. Eight. Thank you. I keep losing place. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this one is called. I don't remember. Uh, uh, citizenship. Oh, yeah, Citizenship. That's right. <laughs> it's a pretty good episode. Uh, I, I, again, I, I like the, the the collision 
yeah. of these two things. Yeah. The next one is called the orgy, which yes. is hilarious. <laughs> the rest of the season, yeah. I, I think we talked about this not last episode, but a couple episodes ago. That, like, you know, I think the show kind of starts off pretty good. But then just like each episode just keeps getting a little better, a little better, a little better yeah, ratchets, throughout the whole season. Yeah, it up. Okay, no clarifications. I don't have any heavy metal factoids. Oh, jeez. All right. Brad did text me. He was listening to the podcast. So so he knows. He's back on. He, he knows we're waiting. Yeah. So he texted you. It's, a, it's almost like he's just taunting us at this point. Could be. I, I'm, going to te- I'm going to text Mike. I'm, I'm going to purposely he's... not text him a I'm factoid. Just glad he's listening. Yeah. Thanks, Brad, for listening. Yeah. Hey, Dave, could you send us a heavy metal factoid? <laughs> You'd probably send us like a folk rock. No, what no, what you want from Dave is uh seventy soft rock factoids. Oh yeah. Yeah, something about like uh Bread. Bread or who's that guy that sang that song Chevy Van, you know? Oh jeez, I don't is that a real song? <laughs> yeah. Chevy Van? Yeah. Gonna take her by the hand. Take her down to my Chevy Van. That's not a real song, <laughs> is it? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Come on, Dave. I was going to say, you can ask him for uh, a factoid about bread, because bread mm. is his bread and butter. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's the kind of comedy you get if you come to one of our shows. Jesus that, that is a high-level comedy yeah, well, that you can wait, that you will get in my 10 minutes. Yeah, I hope <laughs> someone is still listening to this now. Boy. So this show is called Citizenship. Yes. And this is, uh, it's sort of uh, two stories happening. Mm-hmm. We've got one story where Nadja and Jenna are, we're back to Jenna. Mm-hmm. We've got a little of her. And then Nandor is um, working on something. We, we haven't seen her since she got up off the gurney after having been dead. Yeah, is that, that was just like the beginning of one episode, and then we never saw her again in that <laughs> episode. That seemed very disjointed. Yes. So we start out, uh, Nadja's outside um, Jenna's window at her dorm looking in at her. She says, I've given this, a strange girl the most beautiful gift. The gift of becoming a vampiric, blood-sucking creature of the shadows. <laughs> so that's a real gift. <laughs> and Jenna's looking at herself in the mirror, and it's like she's sort of fading in and out. And like sometimes the mirror's not doing what she's doing. So she's not fully transitioned. Mm-hmm. She's sort of freaked out. And Nadja says, she's not yet blossomed into her full vampiric state, but I think she's on her way. And Jenna's like, what the hell is happening to me? <laughs> You see Jenna like floating in her bed and chasing squirrels and raccoons <laughs> around. Uh, she's like, uh, "Sorry if I haven't don't seem myself normal self. I've just been going through some changes." And then you see her hissing, and she's like, "I've been having crazy dreams." And she's floating in like her roommate's got her trying to get her camera out to get get a video of her while she's floating. She's like, "I've had mood swings and unusual cravings." I'm usually a flexitarian, which I don't even know what that means. What's that? You should know. Yeah, flexitarian. <laughs> it's basically somebody yeah, who you, eats meat. You, you can eat whatever you want, even though you're trying hard to eat good, you know, like okay. vegetarian or vegan or whatever. Okay. It's vegetarian with being with some flexibility. Whatever that means, I don't know. Yeah, and that's what I am, too. <laughs> uh, then she's in, like, a classroom, and um, the teacher puts a, up on the screen a picture of Jesus on the cross, and she starts, like... She's, she's like, I've developed some, an eye sensitivity and skin sensitivity, and her skin's, like, smoking, and she's, like, <laughs> running across the courtyard at the college. But, yeah, she, like, hisses and, like, tries to back up 
when the, when the uh, picture of Christ shows up on the right. on the screen because they're like an art history class or something. Yeah, and then she goes, and sometimes I have this urge to tear my roommate to shreds. <laughs> well, that's just probably normal. That's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> In college. Yeah, yeah. You have no use for your song. <laughs> that, that, and then the theme comes out. Okay. Stay dead. Stay dead. Stay dead. You're one, dead and out of this world. One more time with feeling. <laughs> no. That's how you're getting out of it. Now we go to the house and the four vampires are there with Guillermo and they're talking and they're having a house meeting. Nandor, um, apparently he must be the guy in charge because he's the one who's always calling the, the house meetings. <laughs> well, I think he's just like the irritating guy who always <laughs> wants to have the house meetings. And the others are just like, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, Nandor's a clown. Like, okay. I mean, they're all clowns, but like yeah. he's, he's especially clown, clownish. Yeah. I love Nandor. <laughs> He's like, uh, thank you all for coming to this house meeting. I must remind everyone that if you are going to entice a victim into the house, then you must let them leave, show them out. Uh, Laszlo's like, loud and clear, fair enough. It's common courtesy. So they agree on that one. He's like, yes, yes. Also, is it possible for when you leave the house to blow out the candles? Observe. And then he blows like some candles across the room. <laughs> and he goes, simple as that, major catastrophe averted. And then Lazo goes, what is that disgusting, putrefied smell? It's like a snake in heat. And Colin goes, ah, that might be me. I'm wearing a new cologne called Mr. Hijinks. <laughs> uh, uh, it's like a cologne aftershave mix I found in the bathroom at work. <laughs> I tried to find some cologne aftershave mixes, and I found one called... Uh, there was no Mr. Hijinks. There was one called Club, Clubman Special Reserved Aftershave Cologne. It has a unique blend of ingredients to cool and exhilarate and soothe your tender skin. Uh, it's bold, masculine fragrance. Instantly cools, tones, and refreshes your skin. Uh, and it's exhilarating. It's an exhilarating refresher after your bath. And you can splash it all freely all over your body. I tried to find anything about Mr. Hijinks on the internet. And all I found was a guy, a YouTuber, and his name was Mr. Hijinks. Uh, and he plays Roblox. Oh, and, boy. Uh, and uh, he's also a huge car nut. He's, uh, he's not even like a practical jokester. No, he's a huge car nut, and most of his content will be automotive-based. And he hopes to make your day better because of it. That's Mr. Hijinks. <laughs> well, if that sounds like you're out, up your alley, go look up Mr. Hijinks. <laughs> yeah. Or get some of that, what was that cologne called again? Clubman. Club something. Club men. Club, club men special, club special reserve. reserve. <laughs> yeah, it's not special just the regular reserve. stuff. It's a special right. reserve. Aged in, in uh, dark caves of France. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and so Nandor is an annoyed. He's like, can we not talk about cologne anymore? Or he gets annoyed that everybody keeps interrupting me. He's like, please, I'm speaking here. And when I was the leader of my country, I would kill anyone who disrespected me when talking about candles. <laughs> and Colin goes, you were the leader of a country? That's so funny to me. Like, that's all he talks about. <laughs> Nandor goes, yes, I was the leader of El Calador. And Lazo goes, that sounds made up. <laughs> uh, they're like, yeah, that sounds fake. And he goes, no, I've not just made it up. It's a real country. It is not a fake country. It is a real country. El Calador. And also, By the way, you, I looked that up. It is made up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, you've been living together for hundreds of years, and this hasn't come up yet. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think it has come up. <laughs> <laughs> Just nobody's paying attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Nadja goes, bless you. And she kind of looks at the camera like, Ooh. Look how clever I am. <laughs> yeah. 
And Nandor goes, Guillermo, go to your intelligent telephone machine and look it up. Colin looks it up. He figured it out. And uh, he goes, uh, no. And he goes, uh, looks like it's dissolved. And then Nandor's like, what? When did this happen? Colin goes, uh, 1401. <laughs> uh, and then you see an interview with Nandor. He goes, to find out that your country has not existed since 1401 is a pretty sudden shock. It, it was my home. Yes, I was driven out for pillaging and killing and torturing, and that's fair enough, really. But now what do I have? Nowhere is my home. <laughs> I kind of like that. that was yeah. <laughs> also, uh, I'm going to have to do some historical research, but I believe in the way that we think of countries, countries did not exist between, before like 1458 or something like that, oh. which was like some, some charter that happened in Europe, which like sort of defined countries as borders and a population. I'll go do some historical research on countries. Cool. (laughs) We'll we'll definitely mark in the the show notes when you can turn the podcast on. Well, let me tell you about the the Charter of Magna Carta. I think that's what it was, the Charter of the Magna Carta. I believe you. (laughs) I certainly wouldn't know the difference if you were lying. You can just plan on taking a nap during the uh, corrections and clarifications (laughs) in the next episode. Next scene is Nadja, and she's watching Jenna, who's trying to kill animals in the park. (laughs) And Nadja goes, it is very disgusting to me to see this little one like this. She's like a disabled, very sickly donkey that you want to smash in the skull because (laughs) it's just too pitiful to look at. She goes, I suppose I was not much different when I first became a vampire. No one had the talk with me about my unholy transition. I had no one to guide me. So she decided she's going to guide her, I think. Now we go back to Nandor, and he's holding a cloth bag. And he says, this bag of soil is from my homeland uh, that I take with me when I travel. This is all I that is left of Alcalador. 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 And then he drops the bag, and he goes, oh, shit. <laughs> He's so funny. Uh, Is he your favorite? I think so. Okay. I think so. Him or Colin. Colin's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So then you see him, he fly, he's like floating down the street after this guy, and he's going to kill him. The guy sort of freaks out, and then Nandor stops, and he goes, oh, forget it. And the guy's like, what? He goes, you are released. I'm not hungry. And the guy's standing there looking at him, and Nandor goes, it's just, I found out that my country doesn't exist anymore, and I'm really depressed about it. And I've just lost my appetite. You don't want to hear about this. You were running away. And the guy goes, well, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I love how they don't react to the vampires. It's just like somebody flying behind you is going to kill you. in a tune. he's wearing a fucking cape. And then uh, now you're like, hey, you all right, buddy? He's like... Uh, it's kind of it's kind of you to ask, but you should go, really. Flee! Flee! And then the guy runs away. Then Guillermo comes out from behind this whatever, and he's like, Master, are you all right? And Nandor goes, I have no country. I have no home. Guillermo goes, this is your home, and this is your country. And, but Nandor disagrees, and he goes, well, what if... Guillermo goes, what if... Would it make you feel better if you became an American citizen? And Nandor's like, ooh, is that even possible? And they start to talk about how they're going to do that. And he goes... I will make an alliance with this unholy nation and make this place my home. And then he goes to Guillermo, he goes, okay, there you go. I think there's a bus stop over there. I'll beat you back at home. And then he flies away. <laughs> so he didn't have the common decency to pick up Guillermo and fly him. Makes him ride the well, bus. He dropped him last time, so it's probably better. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that is a great point. So now uh, Jenna and Nadja are on the on a park bench and they're talking and she's like and uh, Jenna goes yeah it's become pretty clear to me that I'm turning into a vampire 
And Nadja goes, well, I bit your neck and I made you drink my blood. What did you think was happening? She goes, I don't know. I just didn't think vampires existed. Nadja goes, oh, you are giving me sarcasm. I enjoy. <laughs> and then Jenna is concerned that she's going to feel like crap forever. And, and Nadja basically explains to her that she's, she feels like crap because she's eating like crap. She said she's living like a little chimney boy. <laughs> if you want to be a powerful, strong vampire, you're going to have to drink some human blood, baby. And so she's going to teach her how to. And then Jenna's like, is there any way I could just drink their blood and not kill them? Nadja calls her a stupid little baby. <laughs> Tells her it's all going to be okay. Now they're back at the house, and Guillermo explains, is explaining to Nandor that he's going to help him apply for citizenship. And apparently he's eligible for citizenship because he started the process back in uh, 1992. He started the process. And then we go to an interview with Nandor and he goes, I did apply for American citizenship in, in citizenship in 1992. The reason he applied for it was for these five reasons. Johnson, Jordan, Bird, Barkley, and Ewing. <laughs> <laughs> the starting lineup for the 1992 U.S. Olympic men's basketball team. The dream team, baby. <laughs> Uh, and then he goes, he's like in his room and he goes, I call this my dunk zone. And he's got like all this like, uh, dream team memorabilia hanging (laughs) on the walls. Uh, he goes, they were merciless titans amongst men, conquerors of the court. I simply had to pledge my undying allegiance to their nation. I don't know if you noticed, but like number nine was the jersey, a couple different number nine jerseys. That was Michael Jordan's jersey. Mm. So he's must've been a big Jordan dude. Mm. And then Guillermo goes, what happened in... Uh, 1992, that why didn't you complete the process? And Nandor says, probably because the Macarena swept the nation, <laughs> so I didn't have time for anything else. <laughs> uh, so I looked it up because I was curious. And then the Macarena was, uh, came out on album in 93, mm-hmm. but it didn't, it didn't go in, become an international hit till 95. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say much later. Can you do the Macarena? I just know you do the two arms, right? And then, and then you cross your chest, oh yeah, and then the head. Yeah. No, I cannot do the macro. Okay. Now we go to Nadja and Jenna, and they're in the house. And uh, Nadja's explaining to her that every vampire has their own special powers. And uh, she's wondering if, if Jenna has noticed any of hers. And Jenna says that she can fold her tongue in half like a taco. <laughs> Not everybody can do that. No. Can you? Yeah. Yeah, me too. We don't have to show each other. (laughs) I'll just believe you. (laughs) Not looking. (laughs) Uh, Nadja doesn't even know what that means. And so she says she wants to know if maybe uh, Jenna's skill is that she's good at seducing people. So Nadja goes... Seduce me. I'm just stupid human man. Ouch, my balls. <laughs> I love to drink beer. She goes, okay, now bite your lips seductively, and then Jenna bites through her bottom lip. Now just says that maybe seduction's not her uh, power. And she explains that she's an excellent crawler, and maybe and so maybe Jenna's also a good crawler. We find out that that means that uh, Jenna's a cre- or that Nodge is a creepy crawler. She can c- climb up the walls, and yeah. she's like sitting up on the ceiling. In the last episode, we did see Nadja crawl when they were going through the tunnel while they were walking them to their death. She yeah. like crawled up. She crawled up the uh, the the roof of the tunnel, the She's ceiling of the tunnel. Crawling. Jenna gets halfway up the wall because she tries it and then falls on the floor. And Laszlo comes in because of the noise. And he's like, "What the hell's going on in here?" Nadja says she's teaching the stupid little baby vampire to crawl, and Laszlo goes, "Who?" 
And now she's like, Jenna, right there in the corner. And he's like, oh, right, I didn't see you. You should be in a bloody cage. <laughs> and then that makes Jenna freak out and cry and run away. And then Nadja says that he's ruined her confidence. And she's mad at him, you know. She calls him an idiot. Guillermo and Nando are practicing for the uh, test. Guillermo's asking him questions. <laughs> he's like, just imagine we're at the immigration office and I'll be the government official. Where were you born and what year? And he, Nando goes, El Corradal, 1262. <laughs> uh, and Guillermo goes, and where is that? South, southern Iran. Guillermo goes, hmm, maybe not mention the Iran part. <laughs> Why did you leave your country? And Nando goes, standard reasons, uh, driven out by peasants. And how many times have you been married? Just the once. Uh, 237 women. <laughs> uh, and now we go to Jenna and Lazo and Nadja. They're apologizing to her. And Lazo says that he's uh, very sorry and he's going to, he doesn't think she should be kept in a cage and he's going to use all of his knowledge and abilities to make her a very impressive vampire. And that talks her out and she's, she's ready to learn again. And then we go back to Guillermo and Nandor and Guillermo goes, who's George Washington? And Nandor goes, uh, he was America's first gay president. And Na- Guillermo goes, I don't think George Washington was was actually. And Nando goes, yes. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, that was good. Uh, so I looked up to see if there was any gay presidents, and they said that uh, only one, uh, the only one that can be assumed with any certainty was President James Buchanan, mm. who was in office from 1857 to uh, 1861, he was a lifelong bachelor and lived with another man for many years. And while co-inhabitating with a member of the same sex does not constitute a domestic partnership, it's likely that President Buchanan and Vice President William R. King were in a years-long relationship that lasted from 1840 to the latter's death of 1853. Um, so, yeah, that's some real... That's some. That's a real power couple. Yeah. President and yeah, vice president. Yeah. <laughs> Come with me. I'll, I'll make you vice president, baby. I think a lot of people um, thought Abraham Lincoln. Abraham was Lincoln, because because he actually, like, even though he was married, he shared a bed with with his quote unquote friend. Right, and his wife looked like she um, was not an attractive human being. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I forgot we're not supposed to judge people. That's that's true. Okay. Abraham <laughs> hey, Lincoln wasn't very good looking either. I yeah, but he was a supreme athlete. Is that true? Well, yeah, he was like the national champion in wrestling or something, wasn't he? Huh. I didn't know that. Oh, maybe he wasn't. <laughs> he was a wrestler. I know that. Well, anyways. He probably wrestled because he enjoyed wrestling around in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> Get greasy in a singlet. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln was like, "Yeah, I'm in." Abraham Lincoln, more like Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of comedy you can you can expect when you show up to one of our shows. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. You become sidetracked. Uh, so George Washington uh, was gay with Nandor at some point, I guess. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I didn't put those two together, but I like that idea. <laughs> and then they hear. Um, or they see Jenna. She comes walking by with uh, the other vampires. And Caramel's like, is that the virgin girl? And Jenna says hi to him. And he's like, is she a vampire now? And Andrew goes, well, she's got fangs and a white pale face. It's a pretty major clue. Anyway, which one is better? Alt-right or Antifa? I'm trying to decide which team to join. <laughs> Antifa. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can, you can... If you're an Antifa, you can... 
storm the Capitol and blame it on the old right. <laughs> Fucking, they take all yeah. the blame. They're literally all going to jail for it, and you got away with it. Yeah, good job, Antifa. It's so smart. <laughs> I don't. That's something I don't fully understand. Like everybody who's gone to jail. So we were told they're all Antifa, but all these people are going to jail for it. But why are like why is Marjorie Taylor Greene and Trump why are they like upset that these people are in jail if yeah. they were Antifa? It's it's almost like it doesn't make any logical sense. <laughs> I don't know. They're just operating on a level we cannot begin to understand. Yeah. Playing you're playing both sides of the coin there. <laughs> right. So now um, basically Guillermo is mad that Nadja turned Jenna into a vampire when he's been trying to become one for ten years. He's very upset. Yeah. He, he delivers that line pretty good, that, that interview line where he's just like, someone's so random, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he screams into a pillow. Right. <laughs> so now Lazo's going to teach Jenna how to transform into a bat. And they're walking up to the, like, the <laughs> belfry or whatever. And uh, Jenna goes, uh, where should I put my clothes? And now she's like, what? She's like, well, if I'm going to turn into a bat, don't I need to get naked? Where do my clothes go? <laughs> Which is a funny, because like, I'm sure everybody asks that question who's watching the show. It's like, where do their clothes go? <laughs> I have not. But but I love the fact that both Nadia and Laszlo are just like, like that was the first time they've ever been asked that question. Yeah, they're both like, hmm, that's a good point. I don't know where our clothes go. And then Nadia goes, well, keep your clothes on for now. <laughs> so they go up to the roof, and... uh Lasso explains that when he wants to turn into a bat, he just shouts bat and turns into a bat. And then when he comes back, he says human form. Much like that. And he flies up and comes back. So she goes to do it. She yells bat. And then she turns into this sort of like half bat, half human. Sort of, uh, can't very, very really fly. It's like a baby bird kind of looking thing. And then she lands and... Uh, they decide that they're just going to work on that some more later. Well, yeah, she doesn't really land as much as she just sort of falls yeah. <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah, she falls to the ground, and, and Nandor, Guillermo's like, what is that noise? Because they were downstairs working on the Constitution together. Guillermo goes, it sounds like someone threw a bag of garbage off the roof. <laughs> oh, and Nandor goes, well, go investigate. Guillermo looks through the window and sees Jenna, and she's like, hi. He goes, yep, it's a bag of garbage. <laughs> Uh, Guillermo so so snarky. Yeah, so well, he's angry. ten years. Ten years he's been waiting. She goes, "Is there any way you could let me back in?" He goes, "Yeah, you can figure it out on your own since you're a fucking vampire now." And she, he's like walking away, and she goes, "Guillermo, I can hear you. Heightened senses." <laughs> and so Nadja's being interviewed, and she she's like, "I don't understand. Turning into a bat is the easiest thing for a vampire to do. I'm not disappointed with the Jenna's progress so far, though." Uh, so, you know, maybe she doesn't have a special power. So what? She's a below-average vampire. Either way, I do think she's very much ready for her first human meal. And then they go to, like, this frat party. There's a bunch of douchebags hanging out. She says that they're going to go in where there's a party full of hot idiots. She walks up to the door and she goes, We demand you must invite us inside your house carnival now. <laughs> so house carnival and stuff <laughs> The guy goes, yeah, that's going to be a no. She goes, we will do whatever the hell we want to do, and you will respect women a lot more after this, okay? This seems to really go circumvent the idea of being invited in the house if you can just hypnotize somebody right. to inviting you in the house. Right. And he goes, oh, okay. And then they go in. So now Nandor and Guillermo are going into uh, the uh, immigration office. Nandor Which for explain. some reason is open at like 9 p.m. Right, of course, yeah. Nandor explains that he's going to hypnotize his interviewer into giving him his citizenship. 
The guy goes, so when's the last time you traveled out of the country? And Nando goes, listen to my words. You will grant me my American citizenship. Make me one with your evil empire. And the guy pauses and he looks at him and he goes, is this a joke to you, sir? <laughs> Nando goes, um, no. And the guy goes, good. And then Nando's being interviewed and he's in the bathroom. He goes, it seems that government workers are immune to hypnotism. It's like their souls are dead or something. <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> yeah. This next one's good, but it's kind of obvious. Uh, he goes, the interviewer goes, please describe the right to bear arms. And Nander goes, yes. Um, if it's a nice day, you should have the right to bear your arms. <laughs> the guy goes, okay, moving on. And then Nander, Nander's in the bathroom and he goes, I don't detect any human left in them. <laughs> Uh, and then we go to a party and there's a ska band playing. Uh, and then Nadja just thinks everybody looks good to eat. She goes to Jenna, she goes, what about that guy? And he's like balancing a banana on his nose. She goes, he's in my stats class. I can't kill him because that would be a very big blow to his family. And I can't take that on emotionally. Nadja goes, please, darling, listen to me. We are in a room full of pure asshole. You can do no wrong. I believe in you. And Jenna's like, okay. Now we go back to Nandor being interviewed. And the, the interviewer goes, we elect a president for how many years? And Nandor goes, a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's been living in the U.S. for at least a hundred years, and he has no concept that there's a new president every so often. It's just all completely irrelevant to him. Uh, the interviewer goes, okay, the idea of self-government is, is in the first three words of the Constitution. So what are these words? Um... Hey, you guys. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> what are the first three words? We the people. I assume that's what he means. Yeah, I bet so. The, the preamble to the Constitution. That makes sense. Uh, and the guy says, what does the Constitution do for the people? And Nandor says, oppresses them. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back to the party. Uh, so this is like one of those back and forth yeah. type things, obviously. Uh, back to the party and Nadja's, uh, Nadja tells Jenna to try to get some guy's attention so she walks up to him and starts talking to him and he literally doesn't even like acknowledge her and she goes maybe you're just Nadja goes maybe you're just not trying hard enough watch me and she walks up to this guy who's holding three beers and he goes oh hello oops I'm very sorry for bumping into you I will punish myself later because I'm such a bad girl who are your parents they're very bad for making such a big boy and she <laughs> this, like this is the same guy from the uh, from the, the front door from the door yeah and the guy goes, I love you so much. <laughs> and Nadja turns to Jenna and she goes, see, it's very easy. He says, I just might want to spend the rest of my life with you. I'll live to be your slave. And Nadja's like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> he goes, she goes, now go upstairs and put your head deep inside the toilet bowl and flush it seven <laughs> times. Jenna goes, I think that was an abuse of power. <laughs> Nadja goes, I think it's just an abuse of that boy. And then this, the singer from the ska band walks by and he bumps into Jenna and dumps a drink on her. And that pisses Nadja off because he doesn't even acknowledge Jenna when he does it. She's like, uh, you spilled your tankard of mead all over my companion. <laughs> tankard of mead. And the guy's like, what? Nadja hisses at him. Jenna then freaks out. And she's like, this is pointless. Nobody sees me. Why don't they see me? This is pointless. And she starts freaking out and just pushing her way through the room. When people are getting pushed, they're having a real weird reaction. Like, they don't understand what's happening. And the fact that what we find out is, is that Jenna is actually invisible, and they literally can't see her. That's what's got, what's mm -hmm. happening. So that's her special power. Yes. 
So she's invisible. Then when Nadja figures that out, she thinks it's pretty great. It's a pretty um, good power. Yeah, it's a pretty good power to have. And then she walks up to her and goes, you went invisible. Uh, they didn't see you. You have a very special power. You are going to murder so many human people with this. And, uh, and Jenna goes, this is the best night of my life. And then she goes invisible. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. When she freaked out earlier, she picked up a keg and okay. smashed it on the floor. Uh, and everybody's, like, watching this keg levitate. <laughs> they didn't freak out as much as I, I think I would have if that happened at a party I was at. <laughs> I'd be like, i got to get going. <laughs> I was at a party in Iowa City one time, uh, like, when I was college-aged. I was wearing a shirt. It had a graphic on the front that glowed in the dark, um, and it was a picture of Charles Manson. And it said, is it hot in here? Or am I just crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and I was at this party. I was at this party, and I didn't know anybody. And the power went out, so it went just black. And so all he could see is this glowing oh, shirt. Oh, jeez! <laughs> Speaking of freaking people out at a party, <laughs> I also have one that's got Michael Jackson's face on it. It says, uh, "Michael loves kids." Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, a couple episodes we were talking about. Uh... Blanket, yeah. Blanket Jackson. Yeah. And so for some reason I was, oh, I think because Cat Williams was on Shannon Sharp's show last week. Did you hear about this? Mm-hmm. And he was just like slamming other comedians. Mm-hmm. And then so I was reading this thing about it and they were like, you know, Cat Williams did a piece about Michael Jackson like 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like he did it. Nobody else has to do it. Right. And so I was like, I should go look this up. And then he, <laughs> so Cat Williams is doing this whole thing like, fuck Michael Jackson. He named his kid Blanket. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I just learned this. <laughs> I will say that when the lights went off, it freaked some people out. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Unintentionally fun. <laughs> I was standing there and a girl next to me is like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, what? I didn't realize it. Yeah. And people were like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Right. Charles Manson is here. <laughs> so basically... And Jenna starts going through like these goofy little transitions back and forth from from visible to invisible, and she's like putting her arms like, like ah, and, and they're just having fun together. Mm-hmm. So there's one girl; she's drinking, she's drinking a drink, and she's watching them, and she looks down at the glass like, "What the fuck am I drinking?" <laughs> so they determine that it's a, a really cool vampire vampire power. And Nadja goes, "Now I wonder if anyone looks like uh, a little bit." yummy, scrummy, bummy for you to murder with your mouth right now. <laughs> and then uh, Jenna goes invisible and she grabs the ska singer and drags him through the party uh, and out into the bushes where she uh, bites him on the neck mm-hmm. and has her first f- f- feeding on a human. The uh, ska music was playing. Yeah. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> That's the only thing I like about ska music is when they do that. Oh. <laughs> I don't really enjoy ska music yeah. very much. It's not, it's not the worst for me. You know, it's a, it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. I just doesn't. There's nothing about it that makes me want to like learn the songs and listen to it over and over. Right, again. right. You're not going to go grab an album and. Right. Yeah. It's fun. Live. It's you, fun. You should do that next time you guys have, have people over to do the puzzles and be like, I got this greatest greatest ska hits oh, of yeah. the '90s. <laughs> you guys want to listen to this? No, not even <laughs> of the '90s. Like current day. <laughs> it, so there's no chance they would know who it was. <laughs> is ska still a thing? Sure are there still ska bands? Fuck, yes, there's got to be. We'll, I guess we'll have to look that up. I mean, are there new ska bands? I know there are old ska bands. I bet there are. Okay. I'm going to go Spotify new ska bands. Yeah. And Jenna's trying to, Jenna is then trying to catch some of his blood into a water bottle <laughs> yes. so she can take some with her. 
Uh, and Nigel looks on approvingly. And uh, the guy who she was talking to earlier, who was, fell in love with her, he comes up to her and he's like, I've done as you asked, mistress. And did you notice he's like soaking wet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she goes, not now, big boy. Go eat some bricks. <laughs> <laughs> now we go to the immigration office and the officer's like, okay, now to test your English comprehension, I'm going to ask you to recite, recite the Oath of Allegiance. Nandor goes through the whole thing. He's like, I declared an oath. And he gets to the end where it says, he's supposed to say, so help me God, right? But he can't get the word God out of his <laughs> mouth. He's like, can I say something else? And so finally he goes, so help me God. And then flames shoot out of his <laughs> mouth. And then he leaves. He finds Guillermo. Guillermo's like, you ready to go? And Nandor goes, I didn't pass. I made a fool of myself. By the way, he's dressed wearing his Jordan jersey. <laughs> yes. I forgot about that part. That was great. That's right. He's like, I have no country, I have no home, I have no people. I'm like a little lost duck floating about in the middle of the ocean. And then Guillermo goes, will you stop fucking complaining? And Tander's like, what? what? Guillermo goes, you know, I'm tired of it. So what? You're not a fucking American citizen. You're not a citizen of anything. You're a vampire, okay? You can fly. You can transport anywhere as a bat. You're immortal. Do you have any idea how much people would pay who they would kill just to be who you are, to be in your shoes, you're in your fucking shoes. You should be fucking proud of yourself, proud of who you are. Nandor goes, wow, Guillermo, you're right, I am a vampire, a cool and powerful <laughs> vampire. And then he jumps on the top of a car, and he makes this big proclamation. He's like, hear my words, I'm a proud vampire. I will not bow down to your pathetic bureaucracies. It is you who will bow down to me. I don't need your citizenship. I will rule this earth for eternity as you rot it and your bones turn to dust. And he, he's on the car and he jumps up and down. The car alarm goes off and he goes, Yes, sound the alarms. <laughs> it, won't, it won't make no difference. And then he floats back down and he goes, Guillermo, I appreciate you telling me how it is back here. Your tone was highly disrespectful, <laughs> but you were right. And uh, Guillermo goes, you're welcome. I guess now that you have your confidence back, you probably need some a vampire sidekick. And Nandor goes, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, for, I forgot that Guillermo asked him to be a sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, then uh, Nadja and Jenna walk through the park, and Jenna's explaining it's the best night of her life. She's like, we should stay up and watch the sunrise. And Nadja's like, oh, yeah, that's a funny story. You can never go in the sun again. <laughs> Uh, because if you do it, well, you will burst into a boiling ball of flames. We go back to Nandor and Guillermo, and Nandor goes, I'm a little disappointed I get, didn't get to be an American citizen. I was really look for, looking forward to buying your gun. <laughs> Guillermo goes, oh, you don't need to be, be a citizen to buy one of those. I'll give those to anybody. <laughs> Nandor goes, Nandor goes, even in El Calador, you couldn't get a sword without your without the checking of your background. <laughs> So that's a little jab. Yeah. They do that pretty well, like yeah. just little political jabs here and there without like going, you know, without too preachy. Much. Yeah, kind of like us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we try to be, uh, yeah. we We're, try to both sides it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got, you got I mean, Haley okay. and DeSantis. Who? Haley and DeSantis. You got both sides. Oh, yeah. oh today's uh, primary day. Today's caucus day. Yeah. Well, primary. Caucus. I think it's primary. It's caucus. Primary, primary, something totally different. Republicans primary, nope. Democrats caucus. Nope, they both a bitch. They both caucus. Fuck me. <laughs> the first primary is New Hampshire. Okay. So, the, so the primaries are like where you fill out a 
oh. like a paper ballot. Okay. Caucus is where you go stand in a corner to show who you support. Gotcha. Let's see here. The Iowa primary results for 2024 will come out tonight around 7.45. Okay. Motherfucker. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> this I, is I, news I to me. earlier. Today's the day where they decide who's going to be the... Iowa's going to decide who's going to be the president of the United States. Sweet. And that's it. Yeah. After today, we'll know. Yeah, they take power tomorrow. I think so. <laughs> Is tomorrow January 6th? <laughs> Let's finish this up. Fuck, okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, they find out, the girls find out that they can't be outside because of the sun. But Jenna says that in Blade, you can wear motorcycle helmets and you'll be fine. So Nadja and Jenna put on motorcycle helmets and sit up on the roof and wait for the sun to rise. And then they're talking, and then when the sun does hit them, they start to smolder <laughs> and freak out, uh, and they have to go back in the house. And that's about the extent of it. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And there's a ska band called the Horny Toads. The horn- I think just Horny Toad. I think I wrote that wrong. I think they're just called Horny Toad. Mm. Um, the, the bass player was in Suicidal Tendencies. But I was wondering if, if that was like a song that was written for this show. But it was not. I think the song came out in like the 90s. Vampire Ska. <laughs> so, yeah. they're, so they're a ska band from Venice, California. Right. And when I, at the time I looked them up, they had 1,000 followers on Facebook. That's pretty good. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. How many followers do we have on Facebook? 12. It's got to be more than 12. <laughs> Let's find out, man. Uh, 139. Yeah. <laughs> It's not bad. Not bad for us. But we don't have, we don't try at all. Yeah, and but and also we don't have a song on a successful FX show. True. <laughs> the only trying that we do is to, when we show up and actually do this. Aside from that, we're not real big on the other no, stuff. Yeah, we're not, trying is overrated. Showing up, highly rated. Yeah. <laughs> trying. Now we know. <laughs> that that is the motto of our lives, I believe. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just keep showing up. Things will happen. Try. Better things might happen, but who cares? Yeah, I've barely tried in my life, and uh, some fun stuff has happened. Yeah, you're doing real good. All right, should we call it? We'll tr- let's try to call it. <laughs> this, this was another fun episode. Like I said, that last episode, they keep getting better and better. Yeah. The writing is getting tighter. I think the Next characters one. are becoming more into focus. Next one's a real treat. Yes. <laughs> what do you think the orgy's about? Blood orgy. <laughs> All right, hey, you've been listening to Wes and Mike Waste Time, watching TV, season six, episode eight. Let's waste more time next time, citizens. <laughs>